Welcome to the Academy of General Dentistry podcast series featuring Dr. George Schmidt. Each episode features experts in the field of dentistry who share insights and inspiration to help you succeed. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. We've got a great show for you today as we talk about robotic dental implant surgery with our special guest, Dr. Mike Caldrone. Hey, Mike, how are you? Hey, George. Good afternoon there. Yeah, great to have you on the program. Uh, just a little bit about Mike. Uh, after receiving his DDS degree from the Dental School of Case Western Reserve, Ohio, in 1994, he did a GPR residency at Kings County Hospital. Dr. Caldero then completed a two-year program at the United States Dental Institute, where he received his certification in orthodontics. Dr. Mike Caldero also completed two years at NYU University as an implant resident. He has an extensive education and experience in implant dentistry, having placed more than 10,000 implants. He established his private practice in West Islip, New York, where he provides both advanced surgical and prosthetic phases of implant dentistry for his patients. Dr. Mike Calderon lectures nationally and internationally on implant-related topics. He is the founder of the Calderon Institute, and he's a member of the following, the AGD, the AO, the AAID. He's a diplomat in the ICOI and a diplomat in the ABOI. He's father to five daughters, which he calls A, B, C, D, and E, and he's happily married for 20 years. Implant Mike, or just Mikey, as we like to call him, he resides in Oceanside, New York. Hey, Mikey, you know, I've known you for a long time, but I never realized or knew that you had a certificate in ortho also. Yeah, yeah, George. It's uh, it's funny. My my brother, Dr. Marcello, he got me involved with that as soon as I graduated back in 1994. So uh, we had to do a, a two-year program for orthodontics and then along with the implants. That we can always try and stay ahead. Yeah, that's great stuff. That's good stuff. Well, I know you have a real passion for implants, not only for everybody that knows you personally, but I know on social media and all those kind of things, you're always posting some really great things. And how did that come about, Mike? How did you develop such a great passion for implants? You know, it was back in uh, 1999, actually. Um, I, I, we kind of knew that everything was going in this direction with implant dentistry. And at first, you know, back in the 70s and 80s, obviously, it was something that wasn't really heard of. Um, or not used generally. And today, since so many uh, general dentists are placing implants and uh, you know, they had to increase the knowledge. So that's what we're doing with them now. So it's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful because you know every year when you, when you come across a class or you're teaching other people, you know one day they're going to be lecturing and I'm going to be sitting in the audience and watching them and be, be proud. Absolutely. You know, you've and you've always been on the cutting edge with a lot of things, not only uh, implants going way back. But of course, now what we're about to talk about, the Yomi, the Yomi robotic uh, implant system. And, you know, in uh, in the April edition of the AGD Impact, uh, we had an article ro about robotic dentistry and the Yomi system was featured. And by the way, for anybody that hasn't read that, you can get that on the archives in uh, at the on agd.org. It's a great article and talks a lot about education and uh, and and the Yomi system or robotic dentistry. But, you know, Mike, you're on the cutting edge with that too. I think you're the only office in Long Island that actually has this technology, right? Thank you, George. Yeah, you know, we're, we're really proud uh, to announce that. The only ones on Long Island and... Um, you know, we don't, the other universities that are around us, I believe it's, uh, you know, basically anybody on Long Island or NYU, Stony Brook, they don't have it or NYU does have it. Uh, but being a private practice here in Nassau County and Suffolk County, Long Island, 
having the Yomi robot is just an impressive machine. I call it I call it the animal uh, because the precision is there. It just surpasses any kind of uh, brain guided uh, implant dentistry. Brain guided, what we use for that is that term is used for when you're doing your freehand. Uh, so having a Yomi in the office, it, it's it's impressive. The patients appreciate it. Uh, other doctors that come and shadow us appreciate it. And we're open to anyone to come visit us in West Islip and they can come in and watch how the Yomi is done. We do it every week. So it's it's it's, it's pretty cool. Fantastic. I know you mentioned NYU and in, in the article in the AGD Impact, some of the, some of the folks that we both know, Dr. Wiedemann and uh, Glickman and Talib, uh, you know, talked a little bit about robotics and how they're actually even bringing this technology into the dental school, not only to teach implants, but for other things. So it's really, it's really good stuff. I mean, it's cutting edge stuff. So Mike, tell us a little bit then, tell us a little bit about how it actually works. How does the Yomi work? Well, um, let's see how I can explain this. When we're doing implant dentistry, there's usually one leader uh, and that's the surgeon. Uh, and the, when we're placing these implants, we are the ones that are guiding everyone as the doctors. The Yomi robot completely changes that mindset. And it's hard to explain unless you live it, unless you come see it. So it becomes a team. So you have an assistant with you, and then you have a pilot, which looks at the other monitor where we did the treatment planning, diagnosis and treatment planning on the computer, on the CAT scan. And then the robot will guide her, guide me, and so we're all traveling as a team. So I'm no longer the leader. Now the pilot, who's the surgical team or the robotic team, they guide us. You really have to see it in action. So there are times when I'm doing the surgery, and I don't. if anybody does a lot of implant surgery, sometimes you have to really arch your back or bend over to do certain implants in a certain position. With the robot, since it's completely guided by the robot, I can switch hands from my right hand, which is my dominant hand, to my left hand, you know, within a couple of seconds as I'm doing surgery. So we have video on this. It's amazing. It's impressive because you normally don't do that. So now I use my left hand when I'm doing surgery if I have to. Wow. So the so the haptic feedback, I guess you'd call it, correct, allows you not to make. It won't let you make a, a bad move. It won't let you go out of the path. Then that's correct. And so. As we're using this this system, um, the the pilot we call her the pilot, the surgical team, the robotic team. She will tell me. Well, I call her she only because I have two female assistants. She will tell me where to go, and the machine will lock in with a a prompt and tell me if I'm in the right location. Once I'm in the right location, the machine locks in itself. That's it. So the all the sensors there sensors there don't allow me to go too deep. Don't allow me to change the angle. Don't allow me to go anywhere other than the treatment plan I did on the CAT scan. So, Mike, how does that work then in relation to, I, I get all that and I understand how that could work, but how does the machine, the robot, sense the patient's position in relation to what you just described? That's a wonderful question. So what happens is, let's assume that we're working on the upper arch, right side, say number three. So what we do is the machine has something called a lynx an array and it's a it's a it's a delicate arm that comes in and we place it on the opposite side of the same arch that will regulate or tell the machine what if the patient should cough move in any direction and it moves with the robotic arm it's amazing because when you see everything in sync there's nowhere to fail 
Wow. So it's like a robotic finger rest. And, and, but it, is it, is it infrared technology that it, it senses the opposite arch, the teeth? I mean, there must be some points on those teeth that it, that it, it can sense so that it knows how things are moving. That's correct. So when we do, there's something called the same day CAT scan. And the same day CAT scan is when we put this array into their arch. It looks like an impression tray, a quarter arch impression tray. And it has something called fiducials, which the CAT scan will read. That gets transferred over to the Yomi robot in office. From there, we link on this called the link or the array onto that impression tray, so to speak, that's tightened. From there, that's it. It reads everything. Everything is read to the computer. I do nothing. What's wonderful about this is that this whole process, uh, it takes about 20 minutes. So a lot of people would think, or maybe 25 minutes, a lot of people would think, a lot of dentists would think that, oh my gosh, it's taking a lot of time. But on the contrary, so let's assume that a surgery is scheduled for 10 o'clock in the morning. The robotic team will start the procedure at 10. Meanwhile, I'm working on another patient since I do orthodontics. I'm doing orthodontics. As soon as everything is already transferred over and this robotic team places the implant, I'll come over and do fine-tune the implant on the computer. That way I know it's going in the, the direction that we want it to go into. Then I come in, place the implant. Each implant literally takes about three to four minutes. I walk out, they disconnect the patient from the links and done. Now they take a confirmation CAT scan. We're all set. I go back to doing my endodontics, my crown and bridge, my orthodontic, done. So the robotic team, they really take care of everything before I walk in. So Mike, let me ask you this then. Uh, when you say, um, just back up a little bit if you would, and just kind of work through the workflow one more time with us. Patient comes in, you treatment plan and say, hey, I need to place you know, two implants, wherever they might be. So what are the steps? You send them for a scan first, CBCT first, and then how do you work through that? I'll give you a perfect example. So just before I went for shoulder surgery, well, a month ago, a patient walks in probably about two o'clock in the afternoon. They needed to get an implant placed in the area of number five or pre -mortem. So they said, when can they get this done? I said, well, I'm going for surgery in a week. So we need to do this today or we have to wait two months. Can you do it now? So I said, yes. So this is a two o'clock patient. I said, okay, we first have to premedicate you. So they premedicated. They said, go eat lunch, come back. And so when they came back in half an hour, we still got to wait another half hour for the premedication to kick in. So during that half an hour, the robotic team comes over and they start taking care of everything. Meanwhile, I'm still doing my general dentistry, my orthodontics, my root canals, my crown and bridge. One day, hmm, so the patient has a CAT scan. It's called same day CAT scan. With the, uh, you know, once we do that, we treat and plan it. We know what we have to do. They come back after they're pre-medicated. We connect the tray into their mouth, which is called the array. The array is connected to the link. The link communicates with the Yomi. The Yomi already has our treatment plan. And now I bring the robot arm over the patient and it starts working. So if the patient moves to the left, moves to the right, moves up and down, anything, the robot moves with it. That's amazing. Little, yeah, yeah That's very amazing. impressive. And we also have in this office in West Islip, we also have the, the X-MAN, which works with the infrared lights above the patient. We use both systems here because we have another associate that uses that system and we compare both. And I don't want to talk negative about other company, 
but it's something you have to see so that you can make your own decision. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. So I have a couple of questions for you. So you, you referenced the team a few times. So how many people do you have in your team and what's the recommended amount of people that you want in for this kind of procedure as your team? So as the team, we always want at least two. One is known as the pilot and the other one is my direct uh, assistant that is doing the suction and all that, making sure all the cables and everything is free as we're working on a patient. Uh, we have a video of this also in our institute. If you look at Implant Mike on Instagram or Caldone Institute on Instagram, you'll see the videos of how the robot actually works. And it's a, it's a wonderful thing. So I've done, um, a lot of times questions are asked if you can do immediate placement or delayed placement with the implants. And that's what makes it wonderful because we can do an extraction, immediate placement, along with the bone graft, all that with the Yomi robot. Full arch also, okay, I've done it also in conjunction with sinus lifts. The Yomi is just made it all very precise. And if anyone does, just to just jump on something else there, George, um, usually when you're doing an immediate placement, meaning right after extractions, you have something called flutter when you do it by hand, and the bird moves and jumps around. The machine doesn't allow you to do that. So when you go in there with the bird to go into precise positioning that we did in three, dimension, in three dimensions, it doesn't allow this flutter. It takes you right to where you want to go. That's fantastic because for anybody out there, of course, that places implants, you know, especially in the palatal, in palatal procedure there, that always wants to drive you out towards the buckle. So that solves a huge problem on immediate placement. And that's a good segue, Mike, into a couple of the other things I was going to ask you. So uses, you described a lot of the uses. Uh, you can use it for a single implant, multiple implants, immediate placement, and, uh, and you also said, I guess, full arch surgery. Um, what about a case in full arch surgery where you've got to do some bone reduction reduce the bone. I mean, is, is, is Yomi guiding you through that as well? Or how does that work? Yomi just incorporated that in their software where you can do bone reduction at the same time. You know, when you're doing full arch, so you can treatment plan the bone reduction on the CAT scan, and then it translates into the procedure so you can reduce the bone. So you don't need that static guide anymore. The other thing is that before they came out with this software, which was this year, because I only had the machine for a year now, and last year when I was doing full arch, I would do the bone reduction, do all the extractions before I connected the Yomi. Then I would send them for the CAT scan with the fiducials. So now it's reading the reduction in real time. So it would be an afternoon. The office would be closed. And since we have a CAT scan here, we, you know, it works well right here. I'll just walk the patient back and forth. So, Mikey, talk to me about the learn. Talk to me, of, I guess, first about education. So, of course, you talked about your team and you're making this investment in, in technology. And we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Once you make this investment, I mean, how much uh, training do you need to jump into this? And and what kind of training is actually provided by Yomi and, 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 and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, that's a really good question, George, because a lot of times, um, you know, in general, uh, a lot of dentists want to get into this and do this robot and they want to do it, if they do one or two, they believe they're trained in it. Yomi was very good and very diligent from this. They came here for a week and they trained a team for a couple of days along with a lecture and working on models. Then I came in and we actually had our own patients come in so I could do the surgery on them. And uh, since we're experienced with implants, obviously it's 
fine to go forward. But if you're not experienced with implants, you know, you really have to pull back a little bit on this because uh, like anything else, you can be, uh, you can fly a, a Cessna plane, but you're not going into a jet. You got to be able to, to fly. Yeah. That's a pretty good analogy. And so what's the learning curve? What did you find? I mean, you're, a, let's face it, you're a seasoned clinician. You placed, you know, over 10,000 implants and even at your level, what's, what, what do you, what would you expect the learning curve be to be, let's say for a, for a, a, an intermediate implant placement? I think for someone who's on a, an intermediate level, literally it's, 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 it's after five patients, you know, five patients that you work on. Um, I wouldn't do full arch right away. I would wait a little while for about 10 patients to do a full arch. And if you're going to do full arch, if you do full arch in the office, then obviously you're a little more seasoned and you'll be able to do it. But um, yeah, the team learns as you're going forward. And once again, if you remember, it's about the team, meaning the, the two assistants I have with me and myself, and I have to learn, teach myself that if they tell me stop, I have to stop <laughs> because I'm looking at the patient, but really, the only thing I'm doing with the Yomi robot is applying pressure. If I go even a tenth of a millimeter too deep, the, the robot stops me. It doesn't prompt me. It prompts me and stops me. I can't do it. Uh, and it goes the same way in all dimensions. So it works out really well if you're going to plan something, especially if you're going to plan like an all-on X and you have to avoid the mentalis or the sinus. You can get really close. As obviously, you don't want to get closer than two millimeters, as they show in the literature. But you can avoid it in any way possible in three dimensions. And the Yomi takes you there, and you go there with confidence. But at the same time, you know you have to trust the the uh, the instrument, trust the the panels, trust the guide. But at the same time, you still have to use your tactile sense. Yeah, I mean, it's so precise. I mean, I was doing some research on this and I and I read somewhere, I, maybe it was their literature, where they had something like 30,000 implants placed without an adverse interaction, you know, with a nerve or anything like that. So, I mean, that's pretty good stuff. Yeah, to, to this day, thank God, and I can knock on wood my head anything you want. Um, you know, we haven't had any problems that way and we have come close to a lot of anatomical structures that I would not do uh, freehand. Um, I've used surgical guides before, static guides. And static guides work, but if something goes wrong with the static guide, you have to go brain-guided. Remember, I'm coining that phrase, I'm brain-guided, okay? That means uh, freehand. And um, if you, with the Yomi, it, it's just totally in control, but it's in control of you, but you also have to watch out, like any kind of computer program. You know, Mike, you make a really good point. Um, you know, I place a lot of implants and I place a lot of guided implants. And, um, you know, it doesn't matter how well your planning is with a static guide. Sometimes things just don't work out or you'll place the implant and it's not where you think it's going to be. It's not where you wanted it to be. And you've basically got to go back and and go freehand, which is why we always say, and we're going to talk a little bit about some of your other endeavors in a few minutes about how you really need to be trained in freehand implant surgery before you get involved in some of the things like this. I mean, I'm really a big believer in that. And, I, and I'm pretty sure you're on board with me. Um, Absolutely. Let me, yeah. let me ask you this. What about, so initial training about a week or so, they come into your office, they help you out. That's fantastic. What about ongoing training or is there some kind of a community that you're involved with here? Well, that that's a good question too, because I was new to it. And as you're doing the Yomi robot, the minute you turn it on, you start engaging a patient, let's assume patient A, um, the machine already links on to their central station. They know I'm doing 
an implant. So it's already in the cloud. They already know, and they'll log on. And if there's a problem, you can speak to them as you're doing the surgery. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yes. You know, that's amazing yes. support. And I can't think of any other company that comes to mind that in real time is available to support and knows exactly what you're doing. And, you know, they do oh, some right. other good, they do some other good things as well. Cause I also noticed that, um, you know, you'd say, Hey, well, this is great technology. Where can I go to find out about this? And I know you had said, you'll have people to your office and things like that, but Yomi will actually come to you. They have like a mobile they have a mobile Yomi that will come to you in certain locations at certain times. It'll show you the technology, right? You're absolutely right there. That's how they got me. <laughs> so yeah, they came to me actually about three times because you know how it is. It's, it's companies want to sell their things and, and that's okay. Uh, but you have to be diligent and also you have to look up the company and find out what you can do. And when they brought the machine over, uh, it was a bus that came over and they had the robot on there. Remember, they're just showing you how the robot works. They're not showing you the treatment planning or anything like that. But uh, it was impressive because that same day I closed my eyes and I used my left hand, never thinking I was going to use my left hand in practice. And uh, it went perfect on, the, on a model. It's a whole different story, obviously, when you're working on a patient. But today, confidently, no problem. I, uh, I trust the machine completely. It works out well. And really, I offer it to, to everyone in my neighborhood, everybody in Long Island, to come over and, and see us. And, and as you know, as you know, I know you're going to ask me about this later on, but uh, if it's okay to mention the maxi course, because you have the Long Island maxi course that's uh, starting at the end of September. And, you know, we have, we're the only maxi course that has two robots that we own it. Okay. So it's always here. So we have two robots here and that one too. So when this team, this robot, I'm sorry, the Long Island maxi course team comes in, when they start learning, they start taking this next level of implant dentistry, uh, we're at the forefront. We have the only Yomi, Yomi robot in Long Island, so we're there, we're there to share this knowledge. It's impressive. I like it. It's like having a brand new car. You just want to show it off. It really is cutting edge technology, and I know you mentioned the only Yomi in Long Island, but if you, if you take a step back even further, I think there's only three Yomis in the Northeast. And uh, I think, you know, if, if, for, for, for those of us that live in this area here, you can only imagine the amount of dentists in here. And there's only three Yomi, I think, in the entire tri-state area, which is an enormous dental market. So yes, and I want to, uh, thank you. Yeah. And I want to, you know, there can only be a first. <laughs> so I want to be the first private practice in Long Island to have it. So it really, really is impressive. It worked out well. Thank God. Good stuff. One more quick question, Mikey, because I know it's a big investment. I mean, you know, you know, this is not inexpensive stuff, but sometimes, you know, new technologies like this or any technology for that matter, you know, you get what you paid for it. It sounds like a fantastic system. Um, you mentioned CBCT. Is is it an all? Does it come with CBCT technology? Do you have to use Yomi CBCT, or if, if someone has a CBCT in their office, can they just get the Yomi? I mean, how does that work? Good question. So it's it communicates with any CBCT that you have in your office. Uh, we have uh, the machine called a Botech. So if anybody has a Botech, it communicates fine with that. Uh, the 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 communication after I take a CAT scan with the Botech to send over to the Yomi robot uh, electronically, obviously, it takes probably about a minute. <laughs> you know, maybe so about a minute and a half, maybe. So as the patient's walking out of the CAT scan, they're walking over to the chair again. The image comes up on the Yomi robot, and the Yomi robot obviously is connected. And then uh, through the system, you know, through the Wi-Fi system in the office, 
and it's done. So you do the treatment plan on the Yomi robot, not the Botech, not your CBCT. And I'm, I'm assuming it works for any implant system as well. Correct. So it reads, it's a generic size that you're placing in there. You can regulate the size on the Yomi robot. It has its library there that you can use. Uh, but basically, we all place the most common implant size we know is a four around a four millimeter implant uh, with 10 millimeters in length. But now today I've been using a little longer, uh, 11.5, because now I know I can get closer to anatomical structures without fear of hurting anything. Good stuff, Mikey. Uh, so really, thanks for that. And as you mentioned earlier, uh, I I know that anybody that's interested in this, in this technology that's up in that area, uh, the New York, New Jersey, Long Island, Connecticut area, Mikey would sure love to have you come over. He'd love to show you the stuff. I, I know that because he, as we said earlier, is the founder of the Calderon Institute, which is a really successful program out on Long Island where he teaches implantology and a lot of different other things to many dentists and, and i had the good fortune of taking some courses over with mikey and sure. uh, him and his him and his brother do an amazing job so mikey tell us a little bit about the institute well the caldorn institute we started back in 2009 um i remember that uh my brother and i we were at nyu as we took our program there and we kept on always and any dentist of today that's going to take implant courses just keep on taking them just keep on taking them it, it, and I compare this to martial arts. You know, you go in as a white belt, you just keep on taking your classes, eventually you'll get better. And after about eight years of taking courses, we realized we can start the Institute. We started the Institute and we kept it going since then. And we were exclusive. We only take six to eight doctors, if you remember. And uh, what happens now, because of the Maxi course, the Long Island Maxi course, we're going to be teaching Long Island Maxi course starting in September, the 10 modules. And then when we have a hands-on component, we're going to be going overseas with the Caldon Institute. So, and we're, my telephone number here, uh, everybody knows my cell phone. It's 516-852-1386. Or you can just call the office at 631-328-5050. And uh, reach out to us because we just love teaching people. <laughs> Yeah, perfect. And we'll give you a chance to everybody to grab a pen and come back and write that down. So we'll ask you that again later, Mikey. But sure. so not only not only do you have courses in Long Island with the Institute, but you also have some uh, remote uh, courses in the Dominican Republic as well, right? Correct. So we have, we normally take the, the implant course, we take them to the Dominican Republic if no one's licensed in New York. So if you're licensed in New York, you can take our course here in Long Island where you're able to work on uh, my patients or you can bring your own patient and you can work on them so that we can do the treatment plan on your patients. So not only do you learn didactic, but once again, I like using analogies. You know, if, if you remember when you were younger, uh, if you learned how to kiss, you can you can read all you want, but it doesn't work until you try it. So same thing with implants. You can learn and read all you want, but you have to get your hands wet. And you need guidance. You need guidance. Don't do this on your own. You need to be properly trained. And that's what we enjoy doing. And NYU taught me that first. And then the Calvin Institute, we just took it to the next level where it's very personalized. And one of the things I really enjoyed most about your, aside from the, the fantastic education I got there, Mikey, was the fact that because it's small and because you keep it focused like that, you actually tailored that program to your participants. So for instance, 
you know, if, if, if Dr. X was interested in sinus lifts, you'd have some sinus lifts. And if you had, you know, Dr. Y that wanted to do implants, you know, you kind of tailored it and you don't often see that in some of these programs. That was, that was exactly what we did because there are times that people come with uh, obviously a higher learning curve and they just want to do sinuses. So, and they want to do lateral walls. So that's what we catered to. So we just allow them to do lateral walls sinuses all day long. And then you had, we, we pair them off with another dentist that is, is probably on the beginning stage of their learning curve. So we have them do the implants. And the biggest key factor here was, is, is all about incision, incision, flat design. Uh, most, most programs just teach on a model. It's never the same until you actually do it on a patient. And the doctors that come here, uh, they're expected to, to really work hard. There's no playing around. Uh, we start early in the morning. We finish whenever we finish. <laughs> it's usually 8 o'clock at night. Uh, if you're in DR, we finish at 10 o'clock at night. And we did work all day long. You really work at it. I work at it with a lot of experience, things you can take straight to the office the next day. Uh, not only with implant dentistry, but in the Caldon Institute, we also teach PRF. So every single patient has blood drawn. So you draw blood on every patient. And we start from the moment you give anesthesia to the incision design to drawn PRF, implant placement, bone graft. If you want to learn how to do titanium mesh, we do that. Uh, you want to do free gingival grafts, we do that. All depends on the level that you want to learn. So now, once again, going back to the white belt status, a lot of times a new dentist will come along, meaning that they're probably a year or two out, and they want to start doing sinuses. I try to talk them out of that because they're not prepared yet. You need to learn your basics. And really, for any dentist out there, and you're learning, it will come to you slowly. It will come to you, okay? That's what you got to do slowly. And that's what we that's what we cater the program to. Right? It's catered to every person. Good stuff, Mike. It really is an immersive learning experience. And, uh, and I would thank you, George. I would highly recommend that. Uh, so we mentioned it before you talked a little bit about this, the Long Island Maxi course. Of course, there's Maxi courses uh, around the country in certain areas there, but this is the first out on Long Island. That is correct. So we've been putting our application for about five years to get this maxi course out here in New York. Um, so we're we're the only ones in New York and uh, Long Island. Okay, we have our own, own place out here. So that's why uh, I know it's in a tri-state area. There are a few other places out here. But I believe all over the United, continental United States, uh, there are only 14 or 15 of us. So, you know, we're really proud to be to be part of this elite group. Yeah, congratulations on that. That's fantastic. So for so for those that don't know, just and you said it starts in September, but remind us the traditional maxi course. You know how long is it? What's the course structure? How does it work? Okay, every traditional maxi course is supposed to be anywhere from nine to ten modules. It's typically ten modules. And what happens? You come in. It's a Friday all day, a Saturday all day, and half a day Sunday, once a month. Okay, so we're starting ours at the end of September, and our last program, last module, will be June. And during that time, you're going to get, you're going to be immersed in so much information from uh, simple implant placement to implant design, which you need to know. You need to know about the geometry of the implants, meaning the, the sizes, uh, because companies will tell you, you know, anything. <laughs> so you need to know why you're buying something. Um, you you learn about the surface texture of implants. You learn about patients, either if they're AAF or ones, two, three, or four, what you shouldn't work on. The wonderful part about implant dentistry in our world today is, you know, you, you pick and choose your patients. 
In other words, if, if somebody needs to be referred out to a hospital environment, then they should be. You know, and, and that's what the Maxi course teaches you. It teaches you um, how to stay out of trouble, which is the best way to go. That's an important. That's an important aspect, Mike. <laughs> yes, yes, that's an important aspect. But that's really good stuff. So you mentioned patients. So uh, patients, folks can bring their own patient to the course. You supply patients. How does that work? We recommend that. Uh, so we we provide our own patients here, and uh, we provide our patients for obviously dentists that are licensed here in New York, and what we do is I always recommend uh, if a dentist is going to, to bring their own patient because then they can follow through along with the prosthetics. And if they do that early on in the maxi course, let's assume they do this in October of uh, the maxi course, and they place an implant or several implants that month, you know, typically about four to six months later, you're already doing the restoration. Let's assume six months later, that I'll take us into April. That means they're still taking a maxi course. Now they're doing a prosthetic. They're being guided by us completely. Not only that, we're a text away, a phone call away. I'm right here in the neighborhood. So it works out really well when you bring your own patient because then you feel you feel the responsibility. You're not just doing an implant and not caring about it. And the whole thing's about caring. So if you have your own patient and you're doing a prosthetic afterwards, and if something goes wrong, something fails a year or two later, you'll know why. You, yeah, with only your hands involved, you know why. And, you know, follow-up is the key, Mikey. So, so, so important to follow up. And you know what? I wish we had all afternoon to talk about this because I know <laughs> I could talk to you all afternoon about implants. But uh, unfortunately, we're out of time, Mike. But um, I want to thank you so much for coming on. But before you go, please share one more time your contact information. And I know you're on social media pretty much. So give us your, you know, your Instagram and all that kind of stuff as well, please. Hey, George, thank you so much. And you know what I really appreciate about you calling me Mikey. Everybody call me Mikey. Okay, so Mike, there's, there's too many mics out there. So our social media, Instagram, uh, we have Implant Mike, which is one word. And we also have Calderon Institute, which is one word on Implant, uh, I'm sorry, on, on Instagram. So let's follow that through there. And the contact for the Long Island Maxi Course is one word, Long Island Maxi Course at gmail.com. That's Long Island Maxi Course at gmail.com. Telephone number there is 631-328-5050. My cell phone, if you want to text me, 516-852-1386. Fantastic. Really, Mike, I can't I can't thank you enough for coming on the program. Uh, really good stuff. Appreciate you. Thank you, George. It's always great. Okay. Thank you so much. Fantastic. I'd also like to thank our producer, Kristen Gover, Communications Director for the AGD. And if you like what you heard, please like and subscribe to our channel. You can always find us on the AGD app, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. And if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or suggestions, contact us at news at agd.org. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.